0: Welcome to The Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On The Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you, who have faced challenges, why they chose LCC, and how they turned their situation into a successful one. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Success Scenario. This week, I'm joined by
1: Cynthia Schneider.
0: Hello, Cynthia. I love talking to you. We've been working together at least since I started at LCC um, when I was a success coach. Now I'm an academic advisor. So I always love talking to you and everything, but I want to make sure that everyone else in the audience knows who you are and what's going on and stuff. So is this your first time, first go at college? No. No? Okay. When other times for college for you?
1: Um, 1999. Mm-hmm. And I went in at that time. As a woman going through a divorce, mm-hmm. trying to find a way to move ahead. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, within the first year, I went from full-time to part-time because I had caught someone's eye in the community and went to work for a non-profit as their administrative assistant.
0: So, did that before... So what's prompting you to be back at LCC or be at LCC now? Like, what are you looking for here currently? Like, what are you looking to get done?
1: My journey began as retraining my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, I had some health issues Mm -hmm. that uh, had left me where I went to the Recovery Project Movement Disorder Program, Mm -hmm. and I learned to eat again, how to lift my utensils, how to write again, how to walk again, stand upright, and this has been, that was probably the spring of 21, and six months into that, I had made a conscious decision that I knew I had knowledge that needed to be released, and maybe I needed to put it through the same retraining process as I did my physical body. and. It's worked quite well. I've had some setbacks last year. Mm-hmm. I had to go to the hospital for a few days and mm-hmm. let them deal with some medical, but other than that, and now it's turned into so much fun that I'm reaching out in the community to see where, where can I help somebody.
0: I think I remember you being a little stubborn about like, oh, I'm in the hospital, whatever. Like, I'm gonna still like message my instructor. And I was like, you should drop your class. And you're like, no, no, I can do And I was like, I, okay. like. And when I say stubborn, I say that with like the biggest of heart because I know that you care and want to do so much and be so well and be great of who you are as a person. Um, what degree or program are you focused on right now then?
1: Well, I switched uh, my major to a business Mm-hmm. So that I could take a math class, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was the <laughs> so, only way I could take that math <laughs> class was if I switched my major i had I had previous working experience with microsoft office and when in twenty one I began as a Microsoft office specialist, and I got all my classes done except for the advanced excel and because I had a little issue with understanding some word problems and how to apply them in Excel is why I wanted to take the math class.
0: So you went out of your way to take a math class, changed your major just to take math. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at you, um, just okay. the amount of times it's that being am. an advisor, people want, want to actively avoid taking math. Every time I end up working with anyone, they're like, can I just not do math? Which is totally fair, right? It's not, it's like that uh, kind of public speaking like we're most doing right now. Those are like fears and things that people don't love. So you had to relearn how to be who you are. And then like on your own, you wanted to go back to college. So that it's not something that like physicians or whoever told you to go do this as a no. thing. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this above so instead of settling and just coasting win. through, yeah, you want to win. For all anything. right, I wanna all right. I, I love that. I love that.
1: <laughs> I am winning.
0: I, I think I'm you are.
1: Parkinson's every day. Yeah, for three years, mm-hmm. over three years, maybe. Yeah, I've been diagnosed. I think it was twenty sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been dealing with this challenge. I don't yeah. like to call it by its name. No, that's fair.
0: You own it of however you want and whatever because you want to say with it.
1: I'm winning. Yeah, that's all I need to know is I'm gonna get up every day. Mm-hmm. The school affords me accommodations that mm-hmm. I do not use unless I have to.
0: Because they're stubborn. I'm not. In, I'm that's not. In, I'm not endorsing uh, not people to not use one. their accommodations. But that's up to your decision. It's your discretion ultimately.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. I think with the math class, I'll probably use mm-hmm. use it a lot just simply for taking my. Test because my fine motor skills aren't that great yet. Sure. And when I vote, I'm all outside the line, but I'm only, I'm only hitting that one circle. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm I just, school is different. Sure. Creature with me. I want to make sure I, I get it done right. Um. Yeah. What else you need to do?
0: <laughs> How did you get to the point where you are of, Choosing to be at LCC because. Oh,
1: that was an awesome story. Yeah, I, know. I, wanna, I, I want other people to hear. Uh, part of my physical uh, well being, you have to deal with your mental health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was a period of years at the beginning of my diagnosis until my organ failure where. I, I had just family deaths one right after the other. So I was depressed already. And um, I found, it took me, I moved from Indiana to Michigan. We got here at the beginning of April and it was about six months because of COVID before I could find a therapist that did EMDR therapy. Mm-hmm. And she asked me the first day, what do you want to do? What what are your goals for therapy? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, of course, I want to be able to live without pain. Sure. Uh, physical pain is just that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to do what makes me happy. And in my long life, the most happiness that I've had is mm-hmm. when I'm helping someone else.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Without pay.
0: Yeah. Oh, Without, Okay. That's a big caveat. Okay, where does that come from for you? Uh, how did comes, you find that?
1: It comes from doing it. Yeah. Before I was divorced, I, how should I say it? I was blessed mm. to have been able to spend 20 years mm-hmm. doing for others. Mm. Um, not everybody gets that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there are people in our communities right now elderly especially that was mm-hmm. one thing mom taught me don't sit around bored go over to the nursing home talk, just sit there and talk to somebody you don't know mm-hmm. and as a result of that after katrina the first job i had in indiana moving from the deep south up to indiana was i sat and was living caregiver for an alzheimer patient really yeah and so back to the topic though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um when I mentioned um to my therapist I wanted to register for some classes at MSU. Mm-hmm. She said no, no, no. I think right now maybe you need to go to LCC. So I let another month or so go by and it came time mm-hmm. to start looking at registering classes and stuff and yeah, you know, she was right for me at that time. That's probably the best bet for me. Sure. That doesn't mean I can't wrap up here and go somewhere else.
0: No, no. I made the face of like, oh, she, yes, they're a university and we are a college, but it sounded like she was taking a dig at us. Like, I don't know how I feel oh, about this no, woman. No. So, she no, okay. actually <laughs> went to school here
1: and got a certificate Oh, okay. and also worked here. Oh, okay. And furthered her education to become
0: uh, who okay, she is today. Okay. Sorry, I get a little defensive about where where I like have yeah, my career at. So that's alumni. awesome. Okay, awesome. What um, what do you think about someone that's thinking about going back? So if you you were talking to other people in the community like you do, and they're like, mm, I'm not sure if I should go back. What what do you tell them or what should you tell them to, if it's right for them, of course, like to come back here or even start at any point in their life, wherever they're at?
1: That's a tough one because I've never, <laughs> never had the opportunity. I enjoy learning. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy for me, but there are a lot of people out there that may be, I really need to work. I don't have the time. I have children. I have a job, and um, I I do two classes a semester because that's what I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are opportunities much greater than what those struggling are seeing, Mm -hmm. and they're not. Not a lot of people are telling them about them. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting home taking care of babies and doing laundry, and and I'll and your husband is working at a job where y'all are scraping by, mm-hmm. I would say take you those couple of classes, and in a couple of a couple of years, you can get through a two year program.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it,
1: I think not that's a the, two year. Right, the Microsoft right. Office yeah. is like what four semesters. That's a one year program, like that, yeah, I think. But you can take a one year program Mm -hmm. and turned into a two-year program
0: yeah and i think people don't understand or maybe like you say which is so accurate you're just trying to scrape by you're just where you're at and you're just functioning where you're at and education overall like i know that's what we like to tell people but I, i do believe it is it can be a great equalizer of getting you up to another level of society money happiness that's where i usually start with people where you're not just picking from the jobs or careers or other things. It's not even usually a career. You're just picking from jobs around you that are location locked versus you get to have this way more breadth of options and other things that are available to you. If you go through this and get that, even if it's just a check mark to get you through the door and you already know how to do the work. Sometimes we have to do those things to be able to get you to where you want to be. So that way you can do what you like. And then also get paid. And I think that's a disconnect or, um, are you a Michigan reconnect student? I can, you're not because we talked about that at some point for any of the people that are thinking about coming back. Currently, if you're 25 or older, don't have a bachelor's, even if you defaulted on your student loans and stuff, the state will pay for an associates up to a certain point. There are certain fees that you would have to pay. And they've just signed recently. It's not active but it'll be 21 and up here soon. So big things are happening that people can come back here and it'll get paid for essentially. So you had a point you wanted to make though.
1: Uh, I forgot. Oh yeah,
0: I, I talked to it. I have that effect on people. So
1: <laughs> uh, we, the underserved populations. Yes. Um, I don't hear anybody championing them.
0: Mm. Okay. Talk to the me about
1: politicians, that. Politicians. Sure. Um, we see when the, anybody mm-hmm. deals with education, you have a group over here that is so against underserved peoples. Mm. This is my viewpoint of yeah, the of course. news. Yep,
0: yep, not endorsed by LCC. We don't yep. want you
1: educated. Mm-hmm. We don't want you living a better life. Mm. And what I don't understand with that mm-hmm. is why mm-hmm. i i i I just I don't understand some folks and I'm not going to waste a lot of space and time in mm-hmm. my brain with it because frankly they don't deserve it
0: sure so if you're saying that you're not seeing someone championing it what would you like to see be of someone being a champion yeah I I know that's like oh you can point at that person but what do you think that needs to happen in communities, whatever level that is, local, national, whatever, that's not happening right now? What do you think should be happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Keep it G-rated here, all right? all right. I don't know where you're going Lord with that face. Something now.
1: <laughs> Today was a perfect example. Does <laughs> LCC have a student committee maybe that meets with elders in the community workforce. I, I know got, you have job fairs sure, and sure. this and that. But I am talking about something just make it once a, a twice a month. Mm-hmm. Give them a space. Mm-hmm. Go out and recruit the students that are actually mm-hmm. invested. Mm-hmm. We want to see a change. Mm-hmm. And T- there are adults there. Yeah. I'm sure you have someone in the school system, mm-hmm. but, um, change has to come from us right? because they are not going to give it to us.
0: Mm-mm. Talk, you were kind of highlighting on, um, the conversation we had off air of what you were at earlier today. Can you like highlight <coughs> what the event was? You don't need to like plug the other, right. whatever, but what was that event? And that's what you'd like to see here. Can you kind of
1: it was an intergenerational panel and symposium mm-hmm. and a student went to her professor mentor and they had a conversation and i'm i'm listening to all this today and these youngsters were from age 11 up until 22, there were six of each, I think, wow. or no, six students, maybe seven, mm-hmm. and seven um, elders of mm-hmm. the community, and they began the dialogue. What we what we need from you? There, this, I hope they will have more than one session than today, mm-hmm. but today, what I took away was, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm and and how can i help you Mm -hmm. but the children were all i call them children excuse me the students (laughs) the students what i'm what i was hearing most was this is 2023 Mm -hmm. we understand how it was good for you Mm. and how can we put what we do how we learn today mm-hmm. how we how can we take your wisdom and mix it here
0: mm-hmm. so
1: that we're all getting better results in the community mm-hmm. we're all going to have better learning experiences when you have instructors or professors that hear you mm-hmm. that take the time mm-hmm. and hear you A- and both sides want to be heard mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what I'm talking about.
0: So both sides want to be heard. Do you think that allows dialogue if both sides want to be heard? Because I feel like it could get.
1: Yeah, I think I think if you map the plan Mm -hmm. to make sure Mm -hmm. it happens, Mm -hmm. there was one young lady sat there today. She wasn't heard at home, so she withdrew Mm -hmm. into herself. That took away from her learning experiences because during grade school and all I'm sure she did not say it, but I'm thinking in my head she went and asked teacher something it'd be the same as going home and asking somebody and them not answering you right or or maybe not with me when I was young, it was like teachers didn't stimulate my intellect, so I lost interest in school mm. I asked too many questions and, you know, or if they explained something I thought was wrong, I wanted to, Mm -hmm. let's, let's go after it. Let's, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. tell me why I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Just don't say you're wrong. Shut up. Right. And, um, things are a lot different in schools today. Mm -hmm. I have only had online classes here, but anytime I needed something, I was able to call or come through the door.
0: Yeah. And I think you definitely draw on some important points of where um, I mean, that's why I work in higher education um, because K through 12 seems to be in, and I understand the reasoning. I'm not critiquing it. Cause I have friends that work in the field. It, it, it's very important, but it seems to be very one way communication and questions are not either allowed because you know teachers are under stress they have like i mean they need to get a license to teach i think people forget that um i can teach a college class and i have i don't have a license (laughs) but to teach k through 12 i would and i wouldn't be able to um but it's not just i have to cram in all this lesson and make sure everyone hits certain scores and all that stuff because the state wants this and the budget and all that but once you're in college, I think people forget that there is a two-way street of what's happening and that if you're not picking up what's happening, we care about you learning. It's not about, yes, we want good grades, right? Because it looks good on us. It looks good on the school. It looks good on everyone. Um, and that's also a common thing when I work with students. I say, like, how, how much are you working outside? Do you work outside of this? Do you have other commitments? Is family a thing for you? Um Because I'll get students saying, I want to take 12 credits, be full time. I work 60 hours a week and I'm a single parent. Then I'm like, okay, like, again, I advise they don't have to listen to me. And I tell them that, but I can't separate you as a person and you as a student, right? It's always the same. And then if you're doing something that you haven't done in a long time, or maybe even for the first time coming to college, you have to take both of those factors into account. Because if you try to act like I'll just fit it in, it's not going to go well. And I don't want people to lose their financial aid. I don't want people to get stressed out or think this isn't for them because that narrative always plays out where we've heard stories of where people will sit in their car for an hour before coming in the building because they'll think that like this isn't for them. And you walk in the door and we like, I don't want to say we harass people, but we're like, hey, how can we help? We're like, <laughs> people are like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, you're like oh, okay. Just want to help make sure you're on your way and other things so um talk to us a little bit about your involvements and stuff here because as you've made it very apparent like community and feeling connection to a place and not just coming in punching a ticket and then leaving is what's important to you so what involvements are you in here at lcc or what things have really
1: stood out to you um the only involvement i've had in any organizations mm-hmm was back at the turn of the century, of course. I was involved with Vica and mm-hmm. that was it. Nothing in high school.
0: What is Vica? I I'm, I'm not.
1: Uh, the vocational
0: Sorry. I'm asking uh, asking to remember an acronym, oh no. <laughs> yeah,
1: well we talking about twenty three years ago too. So
0: vocational sp- something.
1: I was it was a student organization. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um The in the technical society okay um when i got got to lansing mm-hmm. furthest thing from my mind and i sitting there and just checking my emails one day and there was a thing from the wise institute mm-hmm. an invitation and being self-centered sometimes, I'm thinking, "Whoa, look, somebody must know who I am. And I, <laughs> no, I'm full of myself again. But um, so anyway, I went ahead and I applied and mm-hmm. um, was interviewed and I was allowed to be in the 2022 cohort. Mm-hmm. And during that time, a lot of the mental that I was dealing with through therapies and, and stuff, it people would say you've been courageous you've been uh, you know strong I'm like not me not me i sit yep. in my hole and i do my little thing you know mm-hmm. but they helped me to realize my potential again
0: mm-hmm.
1: and each time i would go to a meeting or hear something or read something i'm thinking this is stuff I do anyway. So <laughs> this is a good fit for me. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is, this is who I am already. So yeah, this is a good fit for me to get all, you know, I was being selfish about joining because I needed a network. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there was, they were a network. Um, but it, it was so much more than what I envisioned mm, mm-hmm. and, To this day, I'm really still close with Dr. Bailey. Mm -hmm. I found her. um, She wasn't hiding. Mm -hmm. And um, she's been very helpful as well. Mm -hmm. But the experience, um, I was not a mentor. If they were to ask me, I would consider it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if they have a cohort this year next year or whatever, mm, but okay. I was blessed with that.
0: And WISE is, I don't remember the acronym, and I'm not putting you on the spot. Women
1: huh? Inspiring Scholarship Through Empowerment. Nice.
0: Okay. So more of a women's focused group for college students, current college students here.
1: Mentors. Uh, mentoring mm-hmm. college I don't, I think they have something for the men here too, Yep. but this is for this particular cohort was for yeah. women.
0: That's awesome. And so that really spoke to you of like being able to be engaged and you said, I'm already doing this stuff. What is that stuff that you're already doing?
1: Going out into the community and mm-hmm. seeing who needs help mm-hmm. or something as simple as fighting Parkinson's.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm
1: it's it's not the battle it was a few years ago and a lot of that i you have to treat the whole diagnosis Mm -hmm. and took a lot of retraining the brain to even remember what's what's already back there and reinforcing it with new knowledge from 20 30 years later
0: Mm. what is your next step where are you looking post LCC oh, where are you like yeah, oh yeah we got oh, some uh-huh. fundraiser yeah
1: okay uh, i change don't have any dates yet but i have been volunteering as a uh, um board secretary for i change nonprofit um very close to my heart because mm-hmm. um I feel like I'm supposed to be there doing what I'm doing to help Mm. them get back on their feet Mm -hmm. because if it were not for that agency, I wouldn't be on my feet
0: today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How'd you get involved in that? Because you keep saying that you have Uh, all, you've done all these actions and you've just done stuff.
1: EMDR therapy.
0: Okay. Have you always been like that of someone that goes and seeks stuff out without asking or asks a bunch of people? Or is that like more so become your attitude and mindset since
1: navigating stuff or last summer? Mm -hmm. I uh, decided to deliver meals on wheels really because for a fact, I know Mm -hmm. the elder community needs meals. Mm -hmm. There are those out there that won't get meals, perhaps if not for this organization. So, um, up until the time I went into the hospital in October, I, I put too much on myself. I believe mm-hmm. at that time, but I'm looking for something where somebody needs some help, mm-hmm. N- not somebody that needs to their corporate bank account to become larger. Mm-hmm. Um, that I couldn't handle the stress of that. Sure. When I yeah that. That was one of the stressors that took me down physically. Mm. I
0: always have thought about working in a private sector instead of education. And I'm like, oh, I think I could succeed or do that. But the times where I have the moral conflict where I'll bring something to my supervisor and it'll be that like the student fell into this weird little like uh, niche crack in the system for whatever reason that this isn't working or this whatever. And I find that I can like go to a supervisor and go like, this is the time that it matters. And like, this is where we're teaching and educating people and we're getting in our own way of helping these people. And I know I'm in the right field because the person goes, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, we need to fix this versus I feel I don't know right this is me only dunking on the private industry that I, I don't know I think it'd be like that's their loss their number so I I don't know if I could because I'm allowed to have that like moral fortitude right now to be like no even if this means that they like don't take all the credits that we were gonna that they were gonna be in and we lose however much whatever we're we're not for profit but like in this example, like, and I, I love that. I'm able to be like, no, this isn't right. And I can make those like, um, steps or judgments or other things like that. I, I really enjoy that. Um, okay. So no dates, no other thing. I, I do want to ask on a sidebar about, so you're delivering meals on wheels to people.
1: I made <laughs> I would probably still be doing that today yeah. because it was just a couple of days a week mm-hmm. for about three or four hours each time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I made a difference in one lady's life because she told me. Mm. And I would save her for the last stop <laughs> so that she and I could visit.
0: Oh, so you can feel rushed. That's nice.
1: Yeah. She was battling cancer oh. a second time around. Mm-hmm. And her challenges I saw as the same as my mother had with cancer. Oh, jeez. Unfortunately, I got sick and Mm -hmm. because confidentiality. I didn't want to go back by and stuff. Sure, sure. But um, I'll get myself situated and find myself back over there because they really, at that time... Because of COVID, I was told they had lost a thousand volunteers that delivered meals. And oh my yeah. gosh! So anybody that needs something to do, they'll pay you a little gas money. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a stipend. I mean, it's sure, not going to be a like, lot, but right. I never took it myself. Offset or whatever. Sure. Um,
0: I'm not dating you with this, but did you ever have the interaction? where you go to deliver their meal and they're like, I'm younger than you. Like, have you had that interaction? Do they give you like this attitude. I I could see you not putting up with that also.
1: (laughs) No, actually there, there's a larger pop population than just the elderly receiving. And
0: see, that's me not knowing. That's why I wanted to ask. Um, I, I really don't know.
1: I delivered to, someone that was doing treatments for cancer Mm. and their meals consisted mainly of a liquid. Yeah. I never saw this person. I only saw their caregiver. So to answer your question, yes. Wow. There are others different ages. There's one woman used to sit on her porch and I don't think she was as old as me. Mm. I think she was younger. I had,
0: I know yeah. life's different. I just didn't know. But also, I, I clearly was not connected or aware that it's not just for... Yeah. It I called me on reference.
1: wheels, not me on old people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't rhyme as well when you say that. That's <laughs> funny. Um, okay, well, that's good to know. And they're still looking for volunteers I mean, actively. all
1: kinds of things out there that people can volunteer to do. Mm-hmm. I found the best are those where you don't go seeking accolades Mm. because you can make a difference in someone's life as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. If you're not looking for praise, Mm. that's just me
0: for uh, whoever edits that, that's the little phrase that we want. That's that was really good. (laughs) Yeah, no, that it,
1: not everybody has the opportunity to do this. Sure. But, Frankly, I would rather be helping somebody at this age and giving it functional excellence.
0: I think that really defines my interactions with you when I've like talked to you and everything else and like the level that like you're passionate about stuff. And maybe I've told you this. Maybe I won't. haven't previous, but um, I work with students all ages, sometimes dual enrolled high school. And... um you're not the oldest student I work with anymore, but I, I wouldn't use you as a reference in the age. Cause I had people in their 30s saying like, I'm just so far behind. Everything's lost. I'm so old to go back or whatever. And I was like, and I obviously won't you share your name when I would talk to these people in my head. I'm like, Cynthia can run like circles around you. Like both like physically, mentally, like all this stuff. I was like, you're fine. You got so much time. And I feel people, you, around my age, maybe even older than me, because they have all these other things they are just scraping by with other things like we talked about. And they're like, I, I just like, I can't do it. I can't, whatever. I was like, Hey Ken, it's okay. You don't believe you can. And that's where I want to see you're going to be the same person you are now as the person when you walk across the stage with the degree. It's just you current, you doesn't believe that you can. And that's the only difference. But I I think people get really stuck. The the age thing is such a thing that I talk about all the time.
1: When you lift people up and (laughs) just, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can. You tell them that enough. Mm -hmm. And it's going to sink in here.
0: I don't think I'm, I agree. Totally. It's, I think both of us can be very real. I think that's just who we are to our core. Cause I don't think I've ever been like filling you with fake happiness and fake joy and stuff. Like I, I'll be real with people. You know, Hey, like this is going to be really challenging or this is going to be going on. But like, I think you can do it. The only thing getting in your way right now is you, or if it's too hard, I'll be like, this is too hard. You're being too hard. Like that's where I told you, I was like, you were in the hospitals, like you need to drop your class and we can talk about that and I can help you out. And you're like, no. And I'm like, no, okay. like, <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: even Which, got everything done before uh, the sh- Yeah, I'm
0: sure you did because that's who you are as a
1: person. <laughs> I didn't and, have anything yeah. else to do that week.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that week I didn't have anything else to.
1: <laughs> Dustin, I've been, I've not had anything to do for so very long, because of the seriousness of some issues. That now that I am back on track and being <laughs> restored. Um, I, all I know is watch out world <laughs> I've been promised greater yeah. and if it's greater than what I've already done I'm going to go out this world happy
0: this is the type of intergenerational dialogue that I hope that what you talked about is maybe we could have something like that here because the level of
1: Excuse me, Mr. Yeah. President, you yeah. listening? Yeah. <laughs> we could talk F- to, find I, I Find the money. Yeah,
0: we we can find people, I'm sure, if there's a, if the students stand behind it, you being a student, stand behind it, like, we'll function and support the things, that students want to do, ultimately. But, when I talk to you, I feel full of life, based off of what you've told me, and how you inspire me, of the things you've done. and, I tell other people that I'm like, I don't plan on retiring. I feel like people want to retire. And I was like, the way people talk about retirement in my mind, I was like, that sounds like death. Like I could take a vacation for a week, but I'm going to go nuts. Cause I want to do stuff all the time. And even if I retire, that just means I retire from my current career to go do something else, to be with people, to be helping people. I, I, I didn't love COVID because I couldn't get to talk to people face-to-face and stuff. And that drove me nuts. And I know I'm not, not what was me. So many other people felt that too, but I've realized like, that's what's important to me is having this in-person interaction, making sure people feel heard and supporting the way that I know how and the best that I can, which is helping people navigate through college. So.
1: College it, is a tough job.
0: It, it's a full-time job and it should be for people. And they need to understand what they're signing up for. And hopefully I can do that when I work with them. Um, so wrapping up of where we're going, if you knew what you knew now, what would you tell you when you started? So you as a student now, you like having all this stuff when you first started here, you know, it wasn't your first go to college, right? What would you have told yourself or what would you tell yourself back then?
1: Relax and enjoy the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Learning outside of this type of organization or any, Mm -hmm. I've always had fun. Mm -hmm. So instead of being stressed about it, I probably would tell myself, just have fun.
0: You stressed yourself out because you wanted to do really well or just because it was new or what was it for you that stressed Uh, you out maybe?
1: Because I wanted to unlock the -hmm. good memory bank. Mm Mm-hmm. The the data bank was only, all the negative was at the forefront Mm. of my brain and my thoughts, and I needed to get rid of that and remember everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only been this year that I remembered what type of relationship I had with God Mm. 30 years ago. Mm. And then how things just kind of in the last 15 years so, I mean, I'm re- I'm still relearning, but the best thing, I get to learn new stuff, too. <laughs> I get to upgrade some of the data that's in this data bank up here. Yeah, yeah. So, I uh, and then learn a lot of new things.
0: So, relax and have fun is what you would tell Cynthia back then. Okay. Is there anything you'd like to leave people with? Anything that you've been thinking about recently or anything that you think is important that you want? Anyone listening to I, take with them?
1: They have some of the best tutors. <laughs> I I do better in person, but you can use a telephone. You can use a computer. Mm-hmm. You can come in person. Don't stress yourself. Mm-hmm. Go for the tutors. And I was lucky enough to find one particular tutor that understood my brain mm-hmm. and my thought process. So we worked well, and if he didn't know the answer, we'd stay at the table until we found the answer. Um, that's going to be the easiest way to relieve some of that stress when you mm-hmm. get stuck on a matter.
0: Yeah, I mean, when people don't use tutors and other things, I'm like, you've already paid for it, or someone's paid for it. Like, you should probably use all the things that you have here that it will help you do the best. Why would you not? It's not like people are, well, I'll just pay the government more taxes. I'm okay with that. Like, no, no, People don't usually do that. So, like, (laughs) take advantage of what you can, for sure.
1: That's about it. Just use your tutors. Use your tutors. Well, you could use your academic advisors. Yeah, right. (laughs) Stimulate their brains every now and then. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, thank you so much. It's been awesome catching up with you and talking, okay?
1: Thank you, Dustin.
0: Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to The Success Scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The Success Scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share, or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. Until next time. Success starts with you.